On today's episode, we are going to talk about why the reward for good work is more work, why I enjoy that, and what I said in London about AI. Welcome back. If you have spent any kind of time with me, thank you first and foremost. It is an absolute treat to deliver whatever I can that's going to be as useful as it possibly can. And I think today's episode is going to be one of the most useful that I've done for a handful of reasons, because I think the there's just like total misnomer about rise and shine versus rise and grind and like doing all the extra work and all kinds of shenanigans along those lines. And especially if you're the normal-ish desk person nine to five, the difference between me and some of the other creators out there, I just hesitate on calling myself a creator sometimes, but like I'm making podcasts. So anyway, the difference between me and the other people in your feed for the most part, is probably that I'm actually doing the desk stuff too. And I've been doing the desk stuff for a very long time, and I do the desk stuff at a relatively high level. And that gives me the opportunity to pay forward a lot of what I can relative to career stuff, etc. It also means that to do this stuff, make this podcast, tell you about the story I'm about to tell you about regarding being at a conference for AI... It's like you do good things and it's like, cool, here's more work to do. And that's just, that's the way that it, that's the way that it works. I think especially if you've, at some point, unless you went straight headlong, and I guess it works that way regardless. Because the more success that you can build, the more opportunities there are going to be. And I think that with the exception of those that build teams around themselves, which takes a lot of work to get to that point, obviously. And especially if you have a day job and then you want to do these kinds of things on the side, it's going to lead to more work, which means you need to be more selective. I'm going to tell you why, even though at face value for a lot of people, that sounds terrible. The point of this is if you have something that you're passionate about on the side, it's a thousand percent possible to let that flourish. It's going to mean more work. But here's the way that I look at it. So you're a corporate schmuck. You fall backwards, ass backwards into the social media space. And all of a sudden you start to get inquiries for public speaking. And you're like, that's amazing. I would love public speaking. I want to do more of that. You're signing yourself up for more work, especially like I get, I do a lot of the PowerPoint presentations on behalf of my counterparts working with my boss. I love doing it. It's their storytelling opportunities. Sounds extraordinarily geeky, nerdy, whatever you want to call it. But yes, PowerPoints are storytelling opportunities. And honestly, I think it's part of the reason why y'all think I'm a good storyteller is because I've had to make bazillions of PowerPoints in my day. And the better you can get with making PowerPoints, the quicker you're going to grow in your career because you can just command a room, you can pitch ideas, you can tell stories about how things are going project-wise. Like it's a fantastic skill to have. And I'm, I'm pretty decent at it. So I got reached out to through LinkedIn. So the first piece of the reward for good work is more work is you're going to get more questions about like, you know, my LinkedIn is out of control. A lot of my inboxes are out of control with the exception of my work email inbox. But LinkedIn inbox, I accept all the requests with very few that I turn away in regards to contacts. And then, but the messages are... On average, I get searched about 1,500 times a week now, so I probably get 
of that, how, I don't know, a couple hundred requests for connections and within that maybe 50 or so messages. And my, my pecking order or order of priority of importance is anything outside of family. The next in line is work email. After that would be personal email. After that would be probably Instagram DMs because that's where there's the most like contact and community because on TikTok there really is no DMs unless you turn that on and I I don't I can't turn like I can't turn that on now because it would do a terrible job keeping up with it. I'd rather it kind of bleed into Instagram and then from there LinkedIn then comes last basically. Why that order it makes sense to me, but anyway, so the first piece of the reward for good work being more work is all of the messages across all of these platforms. People have questions. People want to, you know, have conversations. They want your time. They want to offer you things. They want you to go do things. And it's all a gift. It is, it's a reward, but it's more work just to go through and sort all of those addi- additional messages. I try to keep it in the order that I just mentioned of basically work email, personal email, Instagram DMs, LinkedIn, et cetera, from there. And LinkedIn, I'll go to every once in a while. There's something about it where, because I've tried to keep the corporate stuff separate from the creator stuff, that I've largely stayed away from that other than just you know general engagement from afar. I will start posting more there for a few different reasons, but that's not the point of this. Because LinkedIn comes last in the pecking order, I do try to spend some time in there. So even just getting to that batch of messages, that's how I found this guy, Nick, who reached out to me and said, hey, I'm doing this AI conference in London. Would you be interested in speaking? So then there's the time of let's schedule some time. What does your calendar look like? Blah, 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 right? So good work, more work, keystrokes, setting up meetings, et cetera. Um, and I take all this one step at a time. I never let like the final thing freak me out because that could totally freak you out of like, oh my God, there's so much work to do to get from A to Z. I just worry about A to B. Is there something interesting I want to respond to? What could that potentially do if I'm responding to it? And I think it's interesting that therefore I'm, I already know I'm going to be able to figure time to further this conversation because I shouldn't respond to it and say, cool, like, this sounds interesting. If I don't read, like I will tell people straight up, I'm sorry, I just don't have time right now. I'm getting better at that. I largely probably grossly overspread myself thin, but work in progress for all of this. So find Nick's message on Instagram, schedule time to have a conversation. I'm like, this is interesting because I have a lot of experience in the space on the work side of things, but on the creator side, not so much. And if you're asking me as a creator, I'm interested and I could potentially do this. If you're asking me as an employee of my company, I a thousand percent cannot do this because that is against PR policy and to get them involved and to go through that rigor, it's, it's a lot. So this is creator and we'll find an angle or we don't have anything here. I don't, I say it in a much nicer way than I just said that there, but those are basically like the hard rules. And then I just, you know, play nice uh, within them and, you know, try to make friends. And Nick was like Nick was amazing and made it very easy for me to get sucked in and be like a thousand percent not getting paid, but yes, I'll fly to London. Like you're putting together a list of incredible people in this industry. And if you're giving me the opportunity to go and to do this, 
and to have a voice at that table, considering how important AI is in a broader conversation about where are we going, what are we doing, all of these things. Fuck yes, yeah, sign me up. I am down for that. And then as soon as you hang up the phone or get off the WebEx, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> now there's another presentation to build. And I'm already building the budget deck and I'm already building this, you know, presentation for how a new content team could look. And I've also got, you know, these other things for these campaigns that are coming up that I need to review and approve. And you're just like, okay, great. How do I figure this out? What I've been doing is, so there's a communication piece and then there's like, all right, let's start to get into the work piece. For, for me, what I like about this part of it is like, how smart can I be with my keystrokes as often as possible so that I actually have the time for it? How can I creatively deliver on the ask? Like actually hit the expectation set. If somebody reached out because they saw me on TikTok, most likely, or, or Instagram maybe, but likely because of TikTok because that's where a vast majority of my video content is, how do I make sure that whatever I then bring to the table after that isn't like a, oh, we thought it was going to kind of be that thing. So then I try to, that's where the corporate side of my brain actually helps out it to a very, very, very strong degree. I'll, I'll block out time where I'm like, all right, goes on the to-do list. Don't you have to write this thing? Write this thing, get sign off on it, right? So one of the first things that I like to do is just let's put the concept together and make sure that everybody's on the same page with it directionally. And then, so find the time, block that off. It's probably going to be on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Um, when you got, y'all see me in time-lapse, going through and doing stuff, let's block out some time. Or I think for this one in particular, we were in the car. I forget where we were coming from or going to, and I was like, ooh, the idea hit me. Like, And I'm lucky in this regard. I'm super lucky in this regard. We're like, I'll get the whole thing in a flash. I'm like, I got it. AI, screwdriver, hand-drawn, uh, hand-drawn slides like I've done before for some other things. Piece of cake. Like, I've got this. Write it out. 20 minutes long. I'm good. Love being able to then, how well can I think through at a high level, okay, if I'm presenting on September 12th or September 13th, when I, I probably need to get it submitted to them, most things that have like bigger speaker things, they want it a week in advance just to make sure that you're you know proper from a specs perspective. So then if I need to get it to them in a week in advance, I want to get it to them a week in advance of that in case there's anything that's like, you can't use this. You don't shouldn't say that. That's usually not the case. But like, is there any general feedback? Do you think that this is going like, what can you poke holes in that I haven't been able to figure out so that I can potentially address that before going in? And it's funny, I do all these things, but I'm not great at the rehearsing part because I just get bored. I just get bored with that piece of it. But I can time I can time out the sequencing of like when to write it, when to write it and get sign off. And then I'll go to the art direction part of it. Um, and these have been really fun from an art direction perspective. And I'll show you some of the slides. I'll work with this artist named Nate Turbo, who you've seen in a lot of my stuff. He's the painting above my kitchen. Um, he's the piece that's in my office. I've commissioned him for things at work to give our office hallways a bit more life and creativity. And he does napkin drawings. 
So I was like, hey, man, would you ever do things for PowerPoint presentations if I give you a list of things to draw? And I think it's just it's a really fun it's a really fun look and it's like the antithesis of basically everything else that people are going to present, especially when you're at an AI conference. So like that was a really big fun piece of it as well. But there's sequence and time into that, right? Like he is a variable that I need to manage in this entire process. And this is all on top of all of the other stuff. Um, but this is a reward for good work because I get to do more work and I get to see, can I manage him and manage him being like, can I reach out to him in a way that is going to give him enough time so that this is actually reasonable? Can I reach out to him that's going to give him enough time and give him clear enough direction so it's like, cool, this makes sense. Obviously reach some sort of deal with him in regards to how much per slide and like what's the level of effort on your side. Uh, and also not be so constrictive too, right? Because he's an artist and I, you know, worked with creatives my, almost my entire career. No, basically for my entire career. And there's a very specific way that most creatives want to be worked with, I'll say. And they want to be allowed to be creative. So if you just give them something and you're like, hey, go make this, then they're not, you're not letting them be creative. Then they're short order cooks and they don't like feeling like they're short order cooks. So don't treat them like they're short order cooks. Sometimes it might be like, yo, you're just confusing as hell. Like, tell me explicitly what you want. Absolutely. But so within all of this, the reward for good work is more work and, and managing now this project on top of all the other projects. And obviously having to do this, all of this, off hours, 10,000 miles away from company resources, all that kind of good stuff. Another reason why I reach out to Nate, because like, I'm not going to be like, hey, Design team, can you help me out with blah, 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 blah? Not fair on a multitude of levels. So uh, all, all literally off the side of my desk. Um, then can you do all of those things and continue to hit deadlines? Because I try to start off in a very practical way, and I think also because a lot of the people that get asked to do some of the similar things that I get asked to do, I'm usually seen as like, wow, you're – you're very professional when it comes to this. And I'm like, yeah, that's because I have to be for my job. And I think, and that's been really fun to utilize and to then, cause that helps build good relationships. Right. So inherently throughout all of this too, because I've been willing to accept that more work is basically the, the reward for good work. If I do it well, and I'm really nice along the way that can have a reverberating effect too. Right, did that for the Streamies a few weeks ago, which was so much fun. Streamies is like, yo, will you do a presentation package? A thousand percent, I will do that. But I don't not only want to do that, I want to do it in a way where I'm going to over deliver in regards to like exceed your expectations creatively. Hopefully, that's probably the hardest part. And then hit timelines and just be easy to work with because then you don't know how that could have a ripple impact positively. And they're like, oh, we got to bring Tim back for this, this, or this. Like he was a piece of cake to work with. Um, so I think actually having the corporate background has helped tremendously um, with with that side of it. Well, uh, what else did I write down here? Make sure I do it all the right way too. I think that that's basically what I just hit on, that I'm just nice along the way. I'm easy to work with, I'm receptive to feedback, I'm coachable, I'm understanding of what I don't understand, uh, and then I can then inherently learn either through the process or what didn't go well um, or where I can do just a better job overall on my side uh, because being super corporate buttoned up, I wrote here, along the way, um, 
really, really helps. It really, really helps. And it's all doable. Like, like I can't, I can't say it enough. Anything that I can do, you can do better. You, you can, right? Like, and I, sometimes I don't like the fact that there's so much show-offy shit around me a lot. It just happens to be, like, I'm, I'm very comfortable with the world that we've created. Um, I'm not, you know, as much as there are really sick cars out there that I would love to own, like, I'd rather just eat whatever sushi I want whenever I want to and snack on whatever I want whenever I want to and those types of things. So, you know, everyone kind of has their own level of, like, these are the things that I want. I have everything that I could ever fathom for in this world. At this point, it's just, like, more opportunity and can I can I continue to grow what I've been growing because it seems like it's leading, could lead to a cool place. And, um, it's just fun to be able to pay things forward too. like saying, if you're passionate about something on the side, the most important part about this section of the podcast is that if you are passionate about something on the side, doing it well is probably going to lead to more opportunity for you, which is amazing. More opportunity is going to be more work. And if you can be okay with that, it just it frees you up to not feel like how much pressure could potentially come with it. I think it also allows you at the early stages to be like, okay, cool, like this is going to potentially snowball and is not going to. So if you have a passion, the passion means that you're going to just start doing it just because you love to do it. And if that's, if that's really there, and then as things become successful, and then that leads to more opportunity in general, then keep that passion part of it alive as well, because then you'll be able to better wrap your head around the fact that like, oh shit, this is actually like a lot more work to do these things. Um, and hopefully with all of the stuff, and I would, again, I've, I've said this in previous podcasts, I would never force my schedule on anybody like happiness before anything. But I think I've also helped prove that if you really want to find the time to do things, you, you, you really can. Uh, and if they mean, if they mean things to you, then, then you really, then you really should too. And it, it's meaningful to me to try to give this message of, you can exceed your own expectations in amazing ways when you give yourself the opportunity. If, especially if you're cool with the idea of like doing well is going to lead to more things, which inevitably is more work, but you can do it. You totally can do it. And think about things strategically and like map them out and you can take what is basically another layer of stress and something that you're obligated to and put it into a box or put it into like its own pipeline where I feel like I've idiot proofed it for myself going from, am I interested? Let's have a conversation. Let's go on the same page creatively with, with the messages. Let me go do my thing. Let me deliver it ahead of time and ahead of schedule. And then my thought from there is that it's going to be in a position where um, everyone walks away. I was like, cool. That was, that was worth doing. Uh, it is funny though the re the rehearsing part of it is usually where I where I get screwed up. All right, so the second part of it. So we just went through why reward for good work is more work, and I told you I was going to tell you what I said at this AI conference. All right, so <laughs> as you can hopefully see here, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is what it was. I literally the funny thing was the guy who went before me 
presented like he was in depth and his stuff was amazing, but it was also <laughs> there was an a- alien with ChatGPT built into it so that they could do like live interviews with it or something. And then I get up on stage and I'm like, "Hey, what's going on? This is what I got." Uh, and basically, that you know, I tee myself up in regards to who I am, what do I do? You know, that I'm kind of like this, you know, VP of uh, production creative services by day, creator by night, blah, blah, blah. And that artificial intelligence is just a tool. You know, give a little bit of uh, background on my corporate life and just who I am in general. There was one person in the room who knew that who I was, which made it all that much more uh, weird and fun. But I said that AI is like a screwdriver. And you can do amazing things with the screwdriver. And like, God, there's so much that's built all around us in everyday life that is, you know, held together by screws, but it's still just a tool. And AI is just a tool and it's one of many tools. If you get so obsessed with something like a screwdriver or AI, where you're just focused on what can this thing do, then you're just going to run around your house like an idiot with a screwdriver and you're going to start to fuck things up. Like, it could be a vessel to amazing things, and it can build amazing things, but it's just one of many one of many things. So basically, I said, like, there's other tools, there's other pieces to the puzzle, and to think bigger thoughts. And then I went on to tell this story about, like, um, how I found this AI company and some of the work that we did together, yada, yada, yada. The entire point I was making was... I think I've already made it and then we can use this and we can wrap up now that I'm <laughs> awkwardly standing on the side of the desk. Uh, AI is just one of many creative tools that are out there. And especially because of what, how it's freaking out a lot of people that are in the space. Like if we just obsess over it and if people just run around trying to do things with it, you're actually going to miss out on your biggest ideas and your best opportunities. I'll say that again. If you are so fixated on AI and what you can do specifically with it, you're going to miss out on your best opportunities and biggest ideas because you're going to be limiting yourself to thinking about what can I do with AI. Just keep thinking big thoughts. And AI is probably something that can help you get there. But the best ideas that you have are going to be based off of just pure blank slate ideas and not fixated on trying to do something just with one specific tool. My name is Tim. This podcast is called Long-Winded by Nature. That's my new tune. No, it's not. I would never do that. Love you guys. Thank you for thank you for spending time with me. Cheers.